Hello and welcome to Glaswegian Geeks, the Who Cares Nerds. Can't remember which one I'm going with now. I'm just going to keep on adding both names in. Um, this is a bit late because, you know, one of us is a bit of a fuck up and can't take a bus. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yep. Fucking dumbass. Um, we, we had originally planned to do this over the whole season of October. This was originally started. I think the plan started on like the first of October. It I did. put it in the group chat. I got a message. <laughs> I asked asked everybody and on the Glaswegian Geeks mob asking like what's their favourite scary movie, and I'll put it out every Thursday. And then on thur- on the last Thursday, we'll either do like a mix of the three or the four or something like that. And the amount of organisation that went in it was you know laughable, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I just I'll, I'll put my hand up and take a lot of the it, blame. What was it like? Three attempts, three att- three separate weeks. Right? Yeah, three separate first, weeks. First, first, like in, in Dylan's defence, that since the last time we've recorded, he has now got a job, which is taking up all of his fucking time. Yeah, yeah. But at least he's getting some money now. I sold out. I nah, sold out. <laughs> um, and since the last time we actually have been together, I've been able to climb Ben Nevis. I've adopted a duck. Uh, I've had my first wedding anniversary, so a lot of shit has gone on, like, since. Now uh, you're just showing off, right? Yeah, I'm just showing oh, off fucking climbing Ben Nevis, right? Yeah. We can't audio that, right? Aye, but, well, as I say, like, me and Dylan have been trying to get this together for fucking, like... Uh, All uh, October, uh, Over a month now, over Aye. a month now, right? And it's past October, so it's past the season that this should have been out, but we're going to get it fucking done today, right, lads? My original question to the guys who everybody was totally on board with and thought it was a brilliant idea, um, didn't they think it would take this fucking long to do, <laughs> was, what's, what's our favourite scary movie? I did ask, using the meme of the guy who screamed, like, yep. mm-hmm. asking on the phone, and asked, like, what's, what movie do you guys always watch when Halloween season comes round? Um, we all had a good different varying ans- answers like some of the ones I kind of picked out I kind of I had an inkling at Dylan's one which is the one we're going to review okay. just now was the one that he was going to pick like, <laughs> I said it to Susie so she can back me up and then, then you said it and I was like that holy shit I'm a fucking I'm, witch I'm so predictable that's I, what it is um, <laughs> mine's like is more for like the special effects and stuff like that like Dylan's is also a good one for special effects Um and then Mario said his as well, which was Nightmare on Elm Street, which I kind of saw. Like, he is a classic, like, horror Slasher movie. Slasher so yeah. But aye. Uh, so Dylan's today is American Werewolf in London. By John uh, Landis. By yep. John Landis. Uh, mine's, is also go- mine's is also hopefully going to be recorded today at some point, but they'll be in a separate podcast. <laughs> you might hear that later on in the week, because um, I'm going to do The Thing. Um, which is also a fucking classic. Absolutely amazing film. <laughs> um, but today we're talking Werewolf, London, a lot of moon songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aye. Um, so, can I just get flying well, straight start, Right. Will I start by talking about why it's my favourite film? Yes, or? yes. Right, why was, is it your favourite film? Right, well, when I was young, it? obviously there's a collection of videos in the house, and you, well, this was when VHS was a thing, so... And I kind of get sick of the Disney stuff and the Spider-Man or whatever, because it was over and over again. So I kind of found American Werewolf in London, which I shouldn't have. You know, it was kind of like... Well, considering oh. it's an 18. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I, you know, I pulled it off the shelf. I looked at it. I seen that it's like the, the case is like mid-transformation. I thought, that's creepy looking. And I fired it in. And I was terrified. Honestly, was absolutely terrified of the film. 
I do not fucking blame you. I think I was six at the time, so fucking hell. shouldn't have been watching <laughs> it. And I was just too curious, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to stick this on. But ever since, I've watched it again and again, basically annually, because I just enjoy it. And as I've got older, I obviously appreciate different things about it. Yeah. Like the humour yeah. that's in it, or just certain choices that are made. But I, I fucking love the movie to pieces, to be quite yeah. honest. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in it that... Like when I uh, when I rewatched it before we did this podcast, I watched it and I was like, "There's a lot of stuff that this owes to like the classic sort of Universal monster movies, like the the Wolfman and stuff yeah, like that." Basically, yeah. like because you know, fucking werewolf. But um, like the whole sort of starting sequence where they're out on the the English moors. Oh, I fucking love it so much. Is like that that whole the whole first it's, twi- like it's a bit first twenty half an hour yeah minutes half an hour. Um, it's all sort of awkward, sort of co- like not comedy, but it's just it's funny now because watching it back, it's not cringy, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like it's kind of a wee bit heavy overacting I mean, a wee I bit. Mean, yeah, from, there's from that element. Guys. There's an element that these these are Americans coming into like unknown territory for themselves, so yeah. they kind of struggle to fit in with the locals. But I just love that the opening shot. I think it's the opening shot is them like and a truck full of sheep like, like lambs to the slaughter basically <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome the symbolism is just like right <laughs> in your face like that was brilliant um the guy that played jack in it i can't remember his name no, he uh, is hilarious he, he is, is fucking fuck brilliant every time i watch it i think of you when i think of jack <laughs> well, just, it's just it's just it's just how deadpan he is even though like like spoilers if you have no fucking watch i know the movie is about 30 odd years old but still like spoilers I know what you're doing um <laughs> But, like, the scenes, like, when you first, like, at the start of the movie, if you haven't seen it, right, I'll give you a kind of overview. They end up, like, these two American guys come to walk through, like, the the hills of England, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, they go for, they're basically just touring England, but they're doing backpacking. Um, they go through an English moor at night, and they're warned to stay off the moor, stick to the roads and whatnot, because, you know, but they don't tell them why. Um, and then there's a whole scene where they hear like a dog and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they're getting chased. But you never see the actual dog. And then Jack, no, uh, no Jack. David. David. David, da- yeah. David ends up tripping up and then Jack's laughing and he goes to help him pick, up, pick him up and then out of nowhere, J- uh, f- Jack gets ripped to yeah, shit. Yeah, the, f- <laughs> the like, wolf lunges. Li- and it literally rips him apart and then David gets scratched and then obviously that's how that the classic infection, of how, yeah. how he becomes a fucking werewolf. Um, then he wakes up in London, and then he ends up shagging a nurse. <laughs> and it's literally like five minutes after he's met her to you. Like, yeah, like, yeah. They, they kind of rush through it. Aye. Um, he's just dealing with new new habits and stuff he's developing. Aye. He's having nightmares and. It's weird because it's like it's not like your usual horror movie where it's like oh it's all cli- and, like, climactic or anything like that because mm-hmm. his first transformation as well is like. There's not even any background music. It's just no, it's just no. silent, and then you just hear him screaming like he's sitting reading a book or something like that. And then just out of nowhere, it's like improv. And out it's of nowhere, like actually, really far into the movie, into it? it's like ah, it's like it's about I think it's about an hour, like an before hour. he actually becomes Aye. a fucking werewolf. But but the transformation scene, which was created by Rick Baker, who is a fucking I know, legend, it's outstanding man. It will effects. stand the test of time. That Aye. transformation. Um, this 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 transformation was the reason this movie got put up for an Oscar, mm-hmm. which I think was the first horror movie to ever actually be given an Oscar. Or if it wasn't, it was one of the very early ones. See, I've, I'm trying to think. I kinda. think Exorcist was nominated, but I think it may have been nominated. But I know that I know. But I know that like this one definitely got one because yeah, of f- this for for the special effects. Um, yeah. 
and like that was uh, back in the back in like the was it the 80s this was out 1981 90s yeah. and i saw like that was kind of unknown because no sort of horror movie had really qualified, qualified before that yeah. to be that level of award i mean what they were in their 20s or something when they made it as well yeah so um and like Rick Baker, who is like he's worked on fucking everything that mm-hmm. we love essentially. Like he's worked on Men in Black, he worked on The Grinch, um he worked on the Wolfman, the two thousand and ten one. And Gremlins too, all those interesting designs like uh, the gargoyle, the spider and that, that was all Rick uh, Baker. He worked he worked <laughs> on Michael Jackson's thriller video. Thriller as well. That's John um, Landis as well that did uh, that. So uh, he worked on Hellboy. I've got a list in front of me of all the shit that I could find really and awesome. I only I only added in um, I've only picked out maybe about 15 because the list was so fucking long um, but the amount of stuff this guy has worked on that I fucking love is amazing Like, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That is, he is the, basically the reason I love most of this See, shit I <laughs> like, heard a story that um, John Landis' first film is called Schlock you should check that out. It's absolutely terrible, but it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, essentially about a gorilla. Uh, I think a blind woman falls for a gorilla in it. But John Landis is dressed as a gorilla for the entire thing. And uh, he went to a studio to say, I need money to make a gorilla suit. They said, uh, we're not going to give you money for this. But a kid came in earlier and he gave us this card. And the card said, Rick Baker, monster maker. On oh, it. that's genius. <laughs> and they actually made the molds for the gorilla like costume and and rick's mum's oven or something like that so oh, that's, that, that's brilliant <laughs> and that's where the friendship started <laughs> oh man um where was i going with this i know i've just threw you off there sorry i just gave you some rick baker oh, well, story rick baker. <laughs> um yeah but no rick baker's makeup and special effects like pretty much made this fucking movie what it is like not that the movie isn't anything without it but without mm-hmm. it it's it would definitely not have it definitely yeah, it leans. Definitely, definitely wouldn't have like drew me in. Yeah, anyway. yeah. It definitely leans more towards in like a hellhound rather than a werewolf. Yes. It's, it's a yeah. biped. It's more of an actual um, dog. than yeah. he is like a man dog. If you know what I mean. And he even looks like, more like a bear when you actually see any sort of yeah, shots yeah. of it. The, the structure of the puppet as yeah. well is very interesting. You don't really see a full like body shot of the werewolf at any one point. Like you do no. see like a, a full headshot like mm-hmm. at the end and stuff like that, and you see like through the transformation, you can see like, like his arms and his hands extending and all that, which is fucking freaky shit. <laughs> um, but you don't ever see a full. But it's just it's, it's some of it, it's one of those things where it's kind of left to the imagination, which is like my favorite kind of horror movie, where it's like you don't ever see the actual monster like for what it is like mm-hmm. you, you, it's just kind of left to your imagination so it kind of freaks you out even yeah, more yeah it's terrifying that's kind of why I like any of the sort of paranormal activity sort of movies where you don't see fuck all but mm-hmm. there's shit going on you're just like what the fuck because <laughs> like the other ones where it's like serial killers you're like ah that's a serial killer he can't come get me but when it's something paranormal like that you're like fuck <laughs> but the thing with David's transformation as well is it looks painful as hell like it's acted really well and then I think it, at one point I should know this from watching it so many times but there's like a really soft version of Blue Moon playing in the background, like yeah, quite that's casual. A, that's another thing I want to mention. Um, every song in the movie that was picked out, like none of them are really horror movie movie songs. No, the only reason they were picked is because they have the word moon in it. Yeah, yeah, which is fucking genius. <laughs> like they, they have like what's uh, you get Bad Moon Rising, I Creedence Clearwater. <laughs> yep. Um, 
fucking what else is there there's like every every cover of blue moon there's ever been probably yes. plays in this like there's so many versions but they change the tone each time they play is that is that not the end titles one as well because it's like it you do re- the really it's a yeah. really dramatic ending because it's like david's like final sort of night out as a werewolf because um, he pretty much terrorizes london he Oh, goes, it goes into Times Square and all that, and then <laughs> knocks like, and crashes into a bus, <laughs> and then he's cornered by the police, and the police shoot him just before he's about to attack the yep. nurse that he's been banging. I can't remember her name, just that lady. Yeah, she, <laughs> um, she, she's a nice lady, though. She's, yeah. she's a good-looking woman. <laughs> and, um, but I thought it was going to be like, end like a cliffhanger, where like, he scratches her, and then he gets shot or something like that, and then like maybe, you know... It never, it I never just, I love movie, that he's shot dead and then it just cuts straight and then it's credits. straight in the upbeat music yeah like it's not it's like pure like slow like the Avengers theme like the way they do their end mm-hmm. music but it's really dramatic it's just like dun, dun, <laughs> da, 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 da. um bye is that was it was brilliant uh what else have I got to mention well I, I want to mention about you said like it terrorizes like I think it's Piccadilly Circus isn't yes, it yes yeah. um, that was the bit yeah, that really got me as a Wayne because the police are holding like the shutter and when it opens the werewolf like bites his head off oh yeah and, and throws it <laughs> against the car or something it was too much for me because <laughs> his last his last transformation he's inside a porn uh, a porn theatre as well I'll see you next and they all, they, all, they all run out and then like the police are all just like what the fuck is going on yeah. like <laughs> Um, the scene in the porn theater where he sees all his victims, we should mention his victims yes. haunt him until his curse is lifted or whatever happens. So he will be haunted by everyone he's he's basically. Which is another killed. which is another reason why I love Jack in it because like the first time you ever see him, it's the night after, or a couple of nights after, whenever it is, he wakes up. I think it's like three days or something like that after they've been attacked by the werewolf on the moors, and Jack just appears there and he's neck is all ripped out and yeah. it's gory as anything and he just asks for a bit of toast he progressively becomes like more uh what's the word like deceased yes <laughs> like yeah like corpse, over time like, like yeah. he just starts deteriorating like <laughs> gradually and like he keeps saying like the only way for any of the victims of any of the werewolves to actually be laid to rest is for him to either end his life or to to Kill, uh, kill off the bloodline yeah. of the were of the wolf. Um, otherwise, he's just going to be he's just going to be tormented by everybody he's attacked as a wolf mm-hmm. and everybody that was attacked <laughs> by the wolf before him, apparently as well. Um, you compared me to Jack earlier, so I'll just confirm now that I will haunt you if anything happens I have to no me. No so. fucking <laughs> doubts about it. Like to be honest, um, there's a whole dream sequence bits as well, which are kind of overly dramatic, mm-hmm. but it's just him. Like not being a werewolf, but just running in the woods naked, like, and then eating a fucking deer and shit. And, and then there's the, the the Nazi werewolf scene where yeah, they like, just, like raid the house. Yeah, that's the that, Muppets. Yeah, that was that was fucking weird. But <laughs> those effects are cool as well. But those masks look awesome. Um, the guy, the guy, um, when he wakes up in the in the hospital as well, there's a guy from the American Embassy that turns up, and he's a right cunt. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I remember watching it, and I was like, this guy is a right dick. It's just his attitude. He's like, what I what I expect most Trump voters are like nowadays. Like, <laughs> just just he has, that is a stereotypical sort of guy where he's like he's pure upper class and yeah, all that. And yeah. he's like, I can't really help you out. He's here, a complete mate. asshole. Just like, what a is it his assistant or someone's assistant? He like knocks down all the wee metal pots and pans or something. He has to piece them all together. That's like a humor scene. That I think so. It's, it's quite good. It's 
and they took the two cops as well that turn up to interview the doctor like after the guy yeah. after, after he's been oh I think that's the scene I'm talking about and yeah, it's yeah. Like they're, they're just the proper like it's like Laurel and Hardy style yeah, working yeah. cops are pure shit now, would <laughs> like, you count this as a splat stick film like you know like the horror stuff a little bit yeah, yeah like, probably I, 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 class, I don't know really what a class it is because it's, it's fucking top end gore Mm-hmm. But also top end fucking comedy in bits as well. So, yeah, it's it's like Shaun of the Dead as well. It's one yes. of those type of movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bar scenes, like at the slaughtered lamb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is I a great like, pub name. Yeah. It's like it, by the looks, of it is. I, I'm going to guess it's filmed in like Yorkshire or something like that because it's pure heavy mm-hmm. English accents, yep. and it's like nobody wants to talk about. They all know there's some some shit going on. They know it's some sort of supernatural shit because there's a fucking pentagram painted on the fucking yeah. wall in the bar. <laughs> But as soon as Indy points it out, they're like, I need to fucking say a fucking word here. Mm-hmm. Like, why does this guy have does, to hear anything? Is it Jack that brings up, like, universal monsters or something at that point? I think so. Because like, like, he knows about the lore I... through universal <laughs> monsters. <laughs> uh, that's... One of the things I noticed, because I've owned this film on video to DVD to Blu-ray, is that on the Blu-ray, which I watched it most recently on, they, I don't know what they do. They up the con- no, They lower the contrast so it's a lot brighter. So it's you can see more than you usually did, but oh. on on the VHS it was kind of dark and even more terrifying, like yeah, it was like high contrast. So like you they've tried to improve the picture, but at the same by improving the picture, they've kind of they take away yeah, uh, you've taken away mystery. a little bit from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wrote down a quote here, and I don't know why. Um, it's just, I, th- I can't remember where it was. I think it was I think it was like in the doctor's office. It was where them says. If there were a monster around Northern England, we'd have seen it on the telly by now. Yeah, <laughs> which I just thought. Like, I remember writing it down, thinking this this is the sort of level of comedy that's yes. in this. <laughs> like, in the middle of a fucking horror movie about a werewolf, and they're talking about seeing it on like if, 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 that, that's that is like proper our culture nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not being on telly, it doesn't fucking exist. Like no chance. I love when he wakes up from his transformation. He's in the zoo, like sleeping with wolves. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. But then when I was... And then just kind of sneaks off while you guys balloon. (laughs) 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 There's so much comedy in this, but it's really good stuff. Oh, yeah. Right, we're at 20 minutes just now. Do you want to just kind of get fired into the thing? I'll go into the thing, aye. We'll we'll do a double whammy here. Double might as well. John Carpenter's The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing from 1985, which I thought was 1982 for some fucking reason. I thought it was 82 as well. I know, so did I. Fucking partly not. What year did DT come out? Was it not the same year? Probably eighty five. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a good year for alien movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my favorite movie for Halloween season has always been the thing since I first seen it, and that was well, how old am I now? Twenty five. So it was thirteen years ago. I was about twelve years old when I first seen it. Um, it was one of those movies that was just on during. Dylan's phone's ringing. Uh, apologies, guys. That should have been put off. I just need a claim. Right, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> right. So, my favourite movie is John Carpenter's The Thing because um, I like I love like special effects. I love doing like costumes and stuff like that. And this movie is one of the movies that got me inspired in doing all this sort of stuff. Um, purely because it was fucking gory as anything. The monster was so fucking out there. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't like anything I'd ever seen before. It's it was. There's not just one design, you know. There's not even yeah. like 
a main thing. If you think of the thing itself, you can't picture it as one thing. It's got to be like all these multiple. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a set design. It mm-hmm. is. It takes on multiple sort of not personalities, but you know what I mean. Um, images, like mm-hmm. in a way, because it is a shapeshifter, so it doesn't have a single. You don't know exactly what it originally looked like, which is one of the one of the things that always kind of kept me interested in it. Um, it was all practical as well. Yes, as well, I know. Which it's is fucking am- when you watch it now and you think like how everything's all CG. Sometimes CG can be amazing. Sometimes CG can be really shit, like Green Lantern. But <laughs> um, still haven't forgiven DC for that. <laughs> um, I've slowly forgiven Ryan Reynolds, but um, but oh, but as I said, I CG. At times can be brilliant, at most times can be shit, mm-hmm. but when you watch the thing and you see that it's practical effects and you just think, how the it's fuck unbelievable, did they do isn't this? It? It's so realistic, I think it will stand the yeah. test of time. I just love every effect in the film. I can't even think of one that short changes you. They're all fucking no, amazing. No, they are, they are all amazing. Like, even the, even the, the, it wasn't a remake, but it was like a prequel they made, like oh, 2010, yeah, yeah. it had the, the girl. Norwegians. It, I can't remember her name, it was can. a girl, it was in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name either. Is Elizabeth something? Yes. Um. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> Moving on. Aye. <laughs> um, but, like, the prequel was really good. Like, most of the effects in that was CGI, but they mm-hmm. also threw in some practical effects as well as, like, a nod to the original because mm-hmm. they didn't want it to just be all CG. And the CG bits, like, on, in that movie were a little bit spotty in places, but most of the time, because they had practical effects as well, it helped, and it helped kind of purvey the image of what you were wanting to see um, it wasn't just scary as a movie because like it, the mo- cause the monster was fucking yeah. as fuck as well because it's also like a bit of a psychological it's thriller it's so tense like and start to finish because it's one of those ones where because it's a shapeshifting alien they can shapeshift into any of the actual characters mm-hmm. in the movie so you don't know who the fucking alien is at some points like they could it could be someone who's yeah it's like Cluedo the room. whole thing yeah. is built on tension it's crazy and you don't know what the fuck is going on who the fuck anybody actually is at some points and it's fucking set in the middle of the arctic or is it i think it's the arctic yeah it's either the arctic or the antarctic it's a snowy place right mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere like is it one of the poles so there's like literally no way of running away either because like all the vehicles get fucking destroyed as well um, so it's like a bit of a psychological thrill in that sense, and it's also a bit of a, th- a thriller in the sense of there is no escape. Yes. As well, because uh. Uh, there's also like the, I think they set up a test to try and figure out who actually is. Is the blood is, test, is, isn't it? Is yeah. Blood <laughs> test. Um, which they find out is like it doesn't like heat, so obviously that's when they bring in flamethrowers and shit, mm-hmm. which is the fucking best thing ever. Because Kurt Russell with a fucking oh, flamethrower, how could you? amazing. Him and Keith David and that's just <laughs> that's so good. In the pre- in the prequel one, it's one of the guys from Game of Thrones. That I can't remember his name, but he's he's Norwegian. He's, everybody knows who I'm talking about because he's the Norwegian ginger guy. Right. Okay. Uh, he's on. He's a big fucking Viking looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Uh, aye, so he's he's like fucking brilliant in it, and in the prequel they come up with a different test. That's because the alien can replicate anything artificial. Mm-hmm. So there's guys with like pins in their shins and stuff like that from accidents oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and they have fillings and stuff like that. So the alien can't recreate that. So that's how they figure out. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, but there's a guy. There's also there's also a bit of a twist in that because there's one of the guys who has porcelain teeth. 
All as right. well. So you're just like, that guy could be it, but yeah. he could also just be innocent as well. And there's also a guy that looks after these teeth Fuck. who's never had a felon. Like, you just... He's a fucking classic American who flosses. I'll need to watch the prequel because I've never seen the it. The prequel is actually... I've got, I've got the prequel again. I borrow it. It's fucking... All right, it cool. is fucking top-notch. Like, um, but yeah, like, the the whole sort of idea of nowhere to run, like, anybody could be the monster. So who the fuck do you trust? And mm-hmm. stuff like that. And there's scenes where the guys get locked outside and stuff and like that. Because they're not sure who's who. So, like, they, to be safe, they lock them in, like, a shed and stuff like yeah. that. Um and but the banter between them all is great as well. Like yeah, and then uh, by the end of it, nobody trusts each other, and they're all pretty much fucking killing each other over all this shit. Um, there's loads of fucking like, yeah, but I think by the end of it, most like all the the buildings get burnt down and stuff. Like that. I haven't really given an overview right. of this movie. I've just kind of just went into my favorite bits of it. <laughs> Can <laughs> like, I just say that um, the cast is brilliant, but I think the best actor, and this doesn't take then away from Kurt Russell or Keith David, but honestly, if you watch it, you'll know what I'm saying. It's the husky. <laughs> that is yes. the best actor in this film <laughs> it's incredible what this dog does like the whole the movie opens up with a helicopter chasing this husky and they're shooting at it and you're just like what the fuck is going on what the fuck is that these guys problems with a fucking dog and then they start throwing grenades at it and yeah. shit as well and the dog just keeps on running like, I, like that dog must have been fucking terrified <laughs> poor dog <laughs> and then you find out that the dog is actually a fucking alien from outer space it's that has host, been frozen yeah. in the fucking ice and has decided to you know come up and fuck shit up um, and you're like ah, they, they, had, they had the right idea they should have fucking blew this little fucker up at the start but it's it's really weird because like the the guys the guys that the in the helicopter well, I think the, hel- the helicopter goes down at one point does it not well, it's not, I can't remember yeah the, the helicopter goes down because I think they use pieces the, I think the creature uses pieces to try and rebuild its ship at one aye, point in the aye. film it's weird like my, I think my I think my favorite scene on it is when like they're trying to give the guy CPR oh yes and then this is this is like the best gory moment i've ever fucking seen this is this is the bit that got me hooked in the movie they're giving the guy cpr and it's not working because they think he's knocked out um and then they go to get a defibrillator Mm -hmm. and then they go to charge it and then put it on his chest and the second they put they go to charge it the chest opens up into a set of teeth yeah and eats the guy's hands oh god yeah it bites his fucking hands and then they all they all all come in with flamethrowers try to burn it and all that and the creature starts screaming and then the guy the guy that the the creature's pretending to be it starts stretching and stuff like that and it becomes like a pure mad that that's my favorite scene as well it's like a it's like a like a lobster spider sort of effect where it's just legs everywhere and then the head just pulls away and then turns into a wee spider head and we're just like oh that's my favorite bit when the head kind of slides off falls off the table and the legs come out i think it must have been stop motion or something like how they did that because yeah no because like, i don't understand well if, if they didn't do that and it was like a puppet like holy fuck or maybe <laughs> like, shot in reverse or something i don't know but it's fucking amazing but i love the guy that just goes you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best line ever because <laughs> that's what you're thinking at that, that point you can't believe it well me personally i'd be like with like a grenade just be like nope <laughs> <laughs> not today Satan see it's funny my introduction to the thing must have been about maybe a bit younger than 12 but I'm younger than you so um, my I asked my family I asked my mum and my uncle what's the scariest films ever made right my mum said The Exorcist and I have to agree I kind of get through it. it I don't know why it just fucking 
upsets see, me. It's so creepy. See, I get why everybody th- sees it like wh- back in the day when it would have been probably mm-hmm. terrifying, but nowadays I think because I've watched so much other shit, I'm mm-hmm. just like, it's not as but scary I as d- I thought it was going to be, but at the same like, time, I do understand how it is scary. E- evil lives on that film or something. Yeah. Like so I, I get halfway through, and I, it's it's just, it's. I'm going into The Exorcist, I shouldn't be. Basically, I'm I'm still scared of The Exorcist, right? I know people got over it. I'm still freaked out by it. Anyway, I asked my uncle, what's the scariest? And he said the thing. I was like, what, what's the thing? And he showed me it. And I kind of get where he's coming from, because that's how it is creepy as fuck. It's fucking... It's, <laughs> it's, it's literal nightmare fuel. That's like, what it is. Like. Watch, watch any film during the day, and it'll be fine. But if you watch the thing and just pitch no matter, I know, No matter what <laughs> fucking time of day you watch the thing, like... Uh, Pitch blackness is the fucking best time, but make sure you're with Do it in winter as well when it's snowed everywhere. Oh, fucking amazing experience. Guy. <laughs> like that's 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 definitely one of the movies I'd be taking if I ever went to the Antarctic for a, for oh, a few man, months. Yeah. Like, that's one of the movies I'd be taking with me just for the just for the giggles. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that's my sort of favorite movie as well. Um, do you want to go on and do Mario's one while we're here? Like just. Okay, so what we're doing, Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare, because you can pretty much do Nightmare from memory. Cause right, I'll try to do it from memory. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I'll go for it. I'll try right. if you start. Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street is one of the classic slasher movies, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, Freddy Krueger is up there with like Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. As, like, Freddy Krueger was my boogeyman when I was young. Ah, I he's was like, he's like one of he's, he's like one of the Godfather. Like Robert England is like one of the Godfathers yeah. of horror nowadays. Like, um, I heard a guy at a convention started shaking when he met Robert England. He wasn't a makeup or anything. He wasn't Freddy Krueger. He was just Robert England. The guy started to panic because it, it's what he does to you. He's so good in that character. Um, so. I and like this this movie was like the one that kind of got Robert England to the level of fame that he is. Yeah, now. he originally was. St- uh, well, not this. I don't know if this was originally for this, but I remember he originally auditioned for Han Solo. Oh right, and okay. The, and, and he was and he was living with Luke Hanger. Uh, not Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark <I think>. Hamill. <laughs> Aye, he was living. They were like Mark Hamill was living on his couch at the time, and he was like right. that. And Mark like you should go to this casting thing because they're looking for a guy to be Luke Skywalker and mm-hmm. then Mark Hamill went and then, you know, the rest is fucking history. history yeah. And it's thanks to Robert England that we have fucking, fucking Luke, Luke Skywalker. I love cosmic connections like that. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> Freddy Krueger gave his Luke Skywalker. Aye. <laughs> um, right, so Freddy Krueger as an overview. Um, so he was originally... He w- was a paedophile. It's later implied that he was Aye. a paedophile. I think at um, first it's just he abused children. His weakness is fire because he was burnt in a fire. Yep. That's why, like, when you ever see a picture of Freddy Krueger, his face is, looks like fucking Deadpool's nutsack. <laughs> um, he, wear, he wears like a he wears like a sort of red and black striped Christmas mm-hmm. jumper, and he has like a, a glove with knives on it. Yep, and he wears like a a stetson. Mother childhood connection to this film <laughs> is that I was physically sick when I watched it. I watched it too young again. Yeah. And I actually I think I had to get carried home from a friend's house. This is one house. of the ones like I didn't I didn't watch this till I was at least in my teens because 
Yeah. Well, it was like a, um, it was it wasn't wasn't that I didn't want to watch it. I wanted to watch it, but at the same time, like, I had those sort of parents that wouldn't buy me things. Well, see, I, I was just <laughs> after American Werewolf terrorized. My mom was like, "No more horror." I was like, "Fair enough." And then I went to my uh, friend's house to stay, and he had a copy. You, I can just imagine you saying that, and like you're eight years old. I just got it wrong. In that same yeah. deep voice, that you just said it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed at my friend's house, and he put it on, and we started watching it. And then I refused to sleep because, of course, the premise yeah. is that he will get you when you fall asleep. And I says I can't. sleep. A lot of kids were the same. I think like, mm-hmm. I heard like when they went to see this, like a lot of people were having trouble sleeping after they watched mm-hmm. this because the idea behind Freddy Krueger is that he attacks you in your dreams. So nowhere is safe <laughs> for you, and then you start, and then you see stuff like where you're awake for so long and stuff like that, and then down the line when like oh, with all the pu- all the sequels and all that, they were w- they were all thinking of ways of staying awake and stuff like mm-hmm. that just to be, avoid them, and then they end up becoming into re- into reality to start fucking killing them. <laughs> um, who else was in this movie? Johnny Depp was in this movie. Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's death in this movie this was like fucking spectacular as well. Mm-hmm. Like he's sitting on his bed watching the telly, and then Freddie just kind of pulls him into his into bed the and mattress. Aye, into the mattress, <laughs> which is preceded by a fucking cannon explosion of fucking blood it's that just smacking the ceiling. Aye, it's. I'm, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a fucking watching a fucking tsunami come out of a fucking bed sheet, like, and that's not in a dirty way. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because you've kind of made me thinking back. You're giving me some childhood fears here. Yeah, you're welcome. Because I can't remember if it's w- one of the movies or even when they done the little TV shorts for Freddy Krueger. But uh, s- sitting on a couch used to be a problem for me because, and one of them is arms come out from under the like couch and yes. grab you and pull you in and now I've got that sensation that kind of fear <laughs> sitting here right now like I'm, I'm like Robert England seems like one of them guys like he's in the movies he must be a fu- he must be amazing to work with but then when you see him off I bet, bet he's like, like Mr. Rogers <laughs> like, I'd love to see the same. ends of the spectrum, you yeah. know, like pure fucking gruesome as fuck, but like a really nice guy. He does well. seem like a lovely guy. I've heard he's quite polite, uh, yeah, well mannered. Aye, I'd love to see the same he with was Bruce in, Campbell, but he, he's he, blunt as hell. <laughs> he was in an episode of Bones as well, where he played All like right. a creepy janitor as well. But he was, but he ended up being really nice. Like he just, he just came off as creepy because he's Robert England. Yep, and it was, he played it up the whole way through the episode, and it was brilliant. Um, this was a uh, Wes Wes Craven, wasn't it? The director. Yeah, I this think show? so. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, hold on, give me a second. Whoops. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was Wes Craven. Okay. <laughs> I literally just walked across the other end of the room just to pick up a DVD to find out if it was actually Wes Craven because that's how fucking on point we are with our fact checking. It was a, a a horror master, of course. Yes. May he rest in peace. Love the guy. Aye. Um, along with. Thanks for ruining my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to say rest in peace, we should also mention uh, what's his face. Oh, you shouldn't start it with what's his face. <laughs> that, that, that would be smart. Yeah. <laughs> Who else have we lost? God, so many dropping off now. Of the dead. Hmm? Oh, George Romero? Aye. Aye, George Romero. George Romero. Another he was, legend. He was, he was the man. That's another movie. It's always love. next year. Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> I fucking love Dawn of the Dead. Like the original. Is, is Dawn of the Dead the mall one? Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, Day of the Dead a bit more, but I think that's Of the Dead movies in general. Like, I yeah. love Night of the Living Dead. Like, I think there's a few of the ones later on that were a wee bit shittier, but... 
I mean, Return of the Living Dead. I like that one. That was the one with the mm-hmm. punks and all that. that oh yes, pretty, I fucking yeah. loved that one. Uh, what else was there? Diary of the Dead. I didn't get rid of that one, but I'm sure it's one. Diary of the Dead was actually not bad because that was found a f- footage. I was a found footage one, and I love found footage movies. I love I, like, I, like I, I love the Blair Witch Project sort of idea of movies, mm-hmm. and it just kind of just like that sort of creepy idea of it, like but. Diary of the Dead has some fucking weird moment. There's a there's a moment where a, a lassie kills a, de- a a zombie with a defibrillator to the brain. Like it's oh, just, okay. just like that and then the <laughs> eyes blow out and it's fucking hilarious. Um, right, I think I think we've covered everything. Like, yeah, I think we've covered everything. Kind of overviewed of Nightmare, but that's purely because it was Mario's one. And if we rewatched it, we could probably talk more about it. But like I said, I kind of seen it as a it's child. It's one of those ones like you don't really need to talk about it. You just really need to see it. Just yeah, just check like, that out. Check out the sequels. Uh, they're not all good, but it's it's a fun series. Yeah, and a fun character. Um, um, maybe avoid the Freddy versus Jason ones. Oh like, fuck! Yeah, that's uh, something. <laughs> yeah, like just maybe avoid those. Like you can watch them if you you know you fucking need to. Like if your life depends if you on hate it. Yourself, but you can watch. Yeah, <laughs> you can watch. It. Um, yeah, but I think that's everything. Like covered American Werewolf, covered the thing, covered Nightmare. Give a good shout out to the other mm-hmm. good horror movies that we like to watch. Um, um, I'll just add on The Fly as well I like to watch The Fly, oh, the fly. it's a fucking great fucking movie aye. <laughs> uh, Creature Effects I'm me. so glad we didn't have Susie on this podcast because her calm down that was my dog's going after an infected that. dog watch yeah, another one carrying the, the, the parasite from the thing oh fuck <laughs> um, I know because when I asked Susie and she was like how can you even ask that question because that's like a multi-layer question cause, and then she went on for a good 30 minutes trying to explain how it was a stupid fucking question because they can't pick one horror movie to be your favourite horror movie, mm-hmm. which, by the sounds of this podcast, you can't. Yeah, because yeah. we've went off on so many different tangents. But with you, different like movies. I said, but you'll notice we keep picking creature effects ones. We keep picking True. ones that have <laughs> like good practical effects is like a goal for any horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think like try and avoid CG. Anything that can kind of creep you out and stop you from fucking sleeping is always a win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anything that can kind of put the fear of God into you, or the fear of fucking Satan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, aye, all of that shit. So, yeah, I think, I think that's about us. We've finally fucking done it. Like, right, we've done it. It took uh, three, four weeks or something. Yeah, but it took us a full month at least. A full um, month, yep. We were meant to have it up at the start of October, so and it's now the second of November, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> like, at least we did it. Um, so, this is Matt. And this is Dylan uh, signing off for Who Cares Nerds, Glaswegian Geeks. Geek out. Are you one of those people who sees amazing fan art online and thinks, wish I could get that on a t-shirt? Well, Ripped Apparel is the site for you. Ripped Apparel sells three new designs by artists all over the world every 24 hours. After the sale period, the designs are laid to rest in the RippedApparel.com t-shirt wear graveyard. Get amazing designs on t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, posters and even gift cards for holidays or birthday gifts. With art from creators all over the world inspired by everything pop culture like 80s cartoons, superhero movies, comic books, TV shows and everything in between. You can save 10% your first order when you put the promo code GlaswegianGeeks in at the checkout. That's 10% off your first order at Ripped Apparel when you use the promo code GlaswegianGeeks at checkout.